What do you get the most Instagram ads for? Coffee? Coffee things. Really? Coffee-related things. I do follow, like, some Nashville coffee trail or something like that. Okay. No, I never get ads for coffee. What do you get ads for? I mostly get ads for, like, workout programs and, like, fitness. Interesting. Which is odd because I don't actually follow any Instagram accounts that have anything to do with fitness. Maybe they're like, hey, would you be interested in this, maybe? I mean... You post a lot of workout videos, though, right? No. (laughs) I don't think I've ever posted anything having to do with work. Like, my Instagram is all, like, rug weaving, watercolor painting, and flowers from our garden. It's very girly and kind of... uh, Mundane, which which is is suitable for a Kurdish woman. Good, <laughs> good work, Colleen. You'll uh, make someone a wonderful Kurdish wife someday. But exercise is something that maybe even more recently I've just been thinking a lot about because I keep getting all these advertisements for this method or that method or this yoga Pilates dance program. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a question we get a lot for people who are interested in moving to Iraq is like, in part, it's part of our application process. One of the questions is about an exercise routine. But a lot of people ask, like, can you exercise? Are there gyms? What do people do for exercise? And the answer is varied. I mean, and it's an important question because exercise is part of even your mental health Mm -hmm. and your physical health and your ability to cope with culture shock can often be affected by your physical activity, especially if that changes from your life in the U.S. to your life in Iraq. I would say one way that that changed for me in Iraq, and I, I think we've talked about this a little bit before, is I walked a heck of a lot more in Iraq than I do in the U.S. Hmm. Just because I walked to school and I walked to the grocery store and because we didn't have a car, there were things that it was just like, well, it would be it would be dumb to pay a taxi to drive me three blocks from my house to the grocery store. But yeah, I know for other people it was like, I can't go run in the early mornings anymore or mm-hmm. I have to join a gym or... Like it just it, right. So there you, you are can't different bring ways. Bring your bodybuilding set with you to a rock. <laughs> it doesn't fit in the it's 20, a little heavy twenty kilo luggage weight limit. It's a little heavy. So yeah, there there are different ways to get exercise, and there are different ways that we worked to get exercise when mm-hmm. we lived there, and different ways our teammates worked to get exercise living there. I know Hannah. For you, a big one was your wee. Yeah, I I did end up taking a wee with me. Because I really like Wii Fit. Mm-hmm. Especially the boxing. Helps me get out my aggression. Um, and I took that and a couple other workout games for the Wii. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a child who has to gamify my life or I don't do anything. But yeah, that was that was really good. And it was fun. Uh, my roommates and I all used it. And but, it was also good because it fit in the cultural culturally appropriate exercise. Right, right. Because as a female, I should definitely not be exercising publicly um and so the fact that i was able to do that in my own home was brilliant 
Yeah. Actually. And I think that was the, the route that I and my roommates usually took as well. Mm-hmm. We did different workout videos. Sure. Usually. Yeah. Probably not as regularly as we ought to have during different seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, for a while, though, we did actually exercise in public. Mm, I know. Scandal. Shocking. There was a park nearby where women, both expat and local, would get up and run or walk at five o'clock in the morning. And it was like kind of this, I don't know, unspoken, like it was pretty much only women then. Right. It wasn't until like seven, the men come or something. There were a few men there, but it felt appropriate because we're in a large enough kind of group of women. Mm -hmm. And there were some intense female runners out. It also helped that it was that early in the morning because it was only 90 degrees. Right. So it's cool. The cool of the day. you know, hotter. We did some exercising in parks, mostly walking or running. But in Hook, like, it was weird to see anyone, male or female, outside exercising. Right. I mean, yeah, we, here in the U.S., we see runners and walkers walk by our house any time of day, multiple times a day. Right. Right. People do, like, yoga in the park and stuff like that. None of that happened in Iraq. For sure, no. In fact, that was one way people could tell people that were foreigners or maybe were military or somebody, you know, who wasn't actually from there or trying to fit in there. Because, yeah, there was this one guy we saw once with a buzz haircut and sunglasses and wearing shorts and running in a neighborhood. And we're all like, who is he? Where is he from? What is he doing? One of my... The kids said he was part of the CIA. Oh, yeah. Well, why not? (laughs) One of my very last years there, I remember going to visiting in Erbil, which is a bigger city and a lot more expats, and seeing an expat woman running through a neighborhood in leggings and, like, a long-sleeve exercise shirt and her hair up in a ponytail and sunglasses on, and just, like, being like, you can't do that. You can't do that here. And like half the people were like, what is happening? And the other half were like, oh yeah, she does this all the time. So but I mean, it was still could... definitely a, an oddity. I mean, maybe she trained her neighborhood to be okay with it? Maybe. Maybe I, they just I think she didn't thought of care. her as the crazy woman. Right. Yeah. Men talk about being fit a lot mm-hmm. and like going to the gym and like working out and how much working out they did and, like, the size of their muscles. Like, to a point that it was disturbing to me, probably because I the men in my life in the U.S. aren't gym bros. Yeah. It's definitely got a strong bodybuilder vibe to mm-hmm. it. Not fitness, per se. Right. But bulk. Yes. And the, the images in the gyms at least the couple that I have ever visited briefly, look fake. Like, I'm pretty sure someone did some sort of photo manipulation on that image. (laughs) Because I don't know that human... Like, and maybe some of them weren't even real, but, like, humans should not look like that. It's very judgmental. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's just... But yeah, and even the guys who weren't going to the gym and getting built... They all, like, played soccer Mm -hmm. or some other sport, sometimes basketball. 
But it's really common to be like, hey, all of us are going to go to the soccer field and play for an hour and a half. Or five. Or five, or whatever. So there is kind of this expectation that, that men exercise and exercise fairly publicly mm-hmm. in the sense of soccer happens very Sports. publicly. Sports happen very publicly. Where women, no surprise, are not expected to not to not be fit. Like there's definitely an expectation of body image for Kurdish yes. women. Yes. But they're just supposed to be that way by sitting at home meekly, I guess. Cooking? Cooking? Carrying children? Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, because the experiences that I and some of my friends had in uh, gyms on women's days or women's hours or mm-hmm. the times set aside for women to come to the gym involved a lot of drinking tea. Mm-hmm. And when especially my friend was there working out and actually pushing herself and working hard and sweating, all the ladies would be like, oh, don't make yourself tired. Right. You're making yourself tired. And she's like, but that's kind of the point. Mm -hmm. Um, Her favorite, I remember her talking about, they had um, one of those, like, waistband vibrating Yeah, the big belt things that, like, shimmy you back and forth. Yeah, as a way to, like, you know, get your fat off your midsection. Shake off the fat. Yeah, that was the most popular thing that she ever saw used there. And she would be, you know, running on a treadmill or something, and that was the only other one. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I remember doing uh, soccer clinics for girls, Mm -hmm. which we did in a rented field fairly publicly, but we also did it early in the morning. And having girls the next day at school or a couple days later at school being like, my legs are broken, everything hurts, and it's just like, yeah, you used your muscles in a different way. For an extended period of time, and now your muscles hurt. Like We ran through that when we started totally the basketball normal. team. And having the girls, yeah, like, run even mm-hmm. the length of the court and back at first was just like, what are you making us do? And we're yep. like, now do it again. And they're like, no. Yeah. Um, um, or yeah. even buying, I remember trying to buy indoor soccer shoes. Mm. Um, for that training and having to go in the men's section to buy shoes because they don't even sell women's. They didn't at that time sell women's sports equipment. And that is changing. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I know of uh, like a boxing, uh, kickboxing place in Suli now that um, has women who both, you know, take classes and teach. Nice. Um, And so... I always wanted to take a kickboxing class. (laughs) Again, that aggression. Again. Starting to feel a little nervous here, <laughs> Hannah. As we sit here in this small room. Very close. It'd be hard to get a good punch. Mm, okay. So, you're safe. I'm safe for now. For now. Hey there, this is John Nelson, the director of Servant Group International. I just wanted to encourage you to consider going to Iraq as a teacher. If you do, I can guarantee that at least one life will be changed. So there's definitely that idea of, like, women shouldn't wear themselves out for exercise, which is based in a lot of cultural myths. And separate, even separate times for women to do things. I know uh, swimming pools started to become more and more common the longer that I was there. Yeah. And I know several 
moms who wanted to take their kids to the pool or even like I absolutely love to swim and would happily have gone to swim laps as my exercise if I could find a decent pool. I'm a little skeptical of the cleanliness of pools in anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> yes. Um, but especially there. But they only have like certain hours one day a week where the women are allowed to be in the pool. Yay! And even then, like, the women don't get in in bathing suits. They're usually in maybe maybe capris mm -hmm. at the shortest and a t-shirt. Mm -hmm. But those who are scarved continue to be scarved or fully hijabbed, either one. Yeah. So there's a lot of fabric in the pool. <laughs> in the pool. And again, it's not like... We're in here to, like, exercise, although some of them might do, like, water aerobics kind of things. Uh-huh. But ain't nobody swimming laps or, like, they're not there for exercise. They're there to splash about in yeah. the pool. Which, I mean, is fine. It's an yeah. experience. Yeah. When I went swimming with the kids and we would often split guys and girls into different parts of either a river or a lake or... And, yeah, we pretty much all did... I even bought, like, a, a swim shirt mm -hmm. kind of thing, and it's all a lot more covered up, which, you know, less cancer, maybe. Maybe. I don't think I ever saw anyone swim in open water. Yeah, most people don't. But we would find kind of secluded areas yeah. that were pretty and clean, mm -hmm. and like, we jumped off a waterfall and yeah. that kind of stuff. And, I mean, they they're, it's mostly dry, deserty area so yeah. the need to learn to swim maybe is not as high as like i don't know florida yeah swimming not not super common and very very segregated mm -hmm. like men's men can swim in pools all week and women it's like friday afternoons for two hours yeah and then they empty the pool and clean it which they haven't done all the rest of the week so. i don't really want to think about that <laughs> This is why I never went in a pool. Yeah, neither did I. Yeah. The other kind of public place that I would see men sometimes working out, mm -hmm. although, and, and sometimes women, you know, younger women or kids playing on, were the strange workout equipment in parks that are along the side of the path. Mm -hmm. And it's like children's versions of weightlifting machines that you find in a gym. Like, like the Nordic Trek thing? Yeah. There's that. Ellipticals, is that Ellipticals. what they're called? There's ones where you, like, stick your legs in it and you lift. Hmm. And there's ones you that can't... you pull down from above your head. But there's, like, no changing of weight. Wait. I think it's all hydraulic, maybe. Interesting. So it's, like, resistance. But they're painted in, like, bright yellow and red and it's like like a children's playground right but it's like workout stuff that's like set into the concrete are there any like instructions for use no <laughs> instructions signage hannah what do you expect I mean... you're supposed to look at the thing and know exactly what you're supposed to do with yikes it. yeah when they first put those into one of the parks that i lived near we were all like what and occasionally I did see someone working out on them, but most of the time 
they were a, a jungle gym. Right. For fun. For fun. Which is fine if they want the things for fun. It just, it was one of those incongruities, those things that you run across that you don't expect. Right. It's like, here's some exercise equipment. Good luck. Good luck. Don't ever use it in public. Yeah. But it's in public. Yeah. I feel like most most of the parks that I went to had a like a winding sidewalk paved path that the older Kurdish men would walk around very slowly while counting their prayer beads and mm-hmm. chatting about the week's news. Yeah. And maybe occasionally a younger guy would be running. Mm-hmm jogging, running, on. I don't think I ever saw exercise equipment in a park. Really? I didn't hang out in a lot of parks. So Maybe there's just more of a fitness vibe in In Suli. Suli. Maybe that's why I get those Instagram ads. Because I lived there and obviously have more of the the fitness vibe. They're like the the west coast of (laughs) Kurdistan. Yeah, except in the east. We had... We talked about me having a Wii. I had other roommates that had, uh, like, resistant band, resistance bands that they would bring mm-hmm. and do training with that. You can get exercise equipment in the bazaar. Oh. Um, there's, like, a special section of the bazaar, and it's in it's within the men's section of the bazaar. Ah, that's probably why I never saw it. So... You have to get a man to get it for you. But you can get, like, a treadmill or an elliptical machine or weights. I think I did see a treadmill. I think we may have had a treadmill for a while. Yeah. We had an elliptical in the house I lived in in Erbil that we never used. That one came from the U.S., though. Probably. Because there was one year there were a couple of ellipticals that got sent over, I think, for the families Mm -hmm. that were there. Yeah. And I think... Um, people figure it out. There have been some things like uh, Erbil did a marathon. So yes. He's done that for a couple years. Uh-huh. Um, that is both men and women. And I think we've talked about this before. But the women aren't allowed to run the full marathon. Right. Because they don't want them to tire themselves. Right. Um, there's also some hiking groups that uh-huh. get together and, and lead... Long or short hikes yep. uh, in the mountainous areas. Again, both of those things, I think, are really organized by expat, the expat community. Originally, but I think some of them now aren't. Right. Yeah, I think some of them have been taken over by Kurds who mm-hmm. are like, yeah, this is great, let's keep doing it. There are ways to get exercise. Mm-hmm. You just have to be a little more creative and mm-hmm. willing to either find a way to do it, like, within your home. Right. Or other enclosed space as mm-hmm. a female. Or within a sport as a male. And I would say walking is an acceptable form of exercise. Right. Like, purposefully walking for exercise is a thing that women do. But it's the more strenuous, like, running, jumping jacks I don't think I ever things. saw women exercise by walking. I saw women socialize mm-hmm. walking mm-hmm. or go places on, like, for a purpose. Like, they're sure. always running to the corner store or whatever, out to switch the power back on <laughs> at the power pole. Um, but I don't think I ever saw women, like 
that you could tell at least were walking yeah. for exercise. And and maybe perhaps that is the point, uh-huh. is that when they are walking for exercise, you can't really tell. They make it look like they're walking to right. the corner store mm-hmm. or to visit their neighbors. Yeah. Or... yeah. But I know there, there were a couple groups that would yeah. get together and, and walk. And may, perhaps they were mostly socializing. <laughs> I never really went with them because I didn't like getting up that early in the morning. But uh, see, that's the best time to walk in Iraq. I know. I like to sleep too much. I feel like this particular episode is revealing a lot of things about us that <laughs> perhaps we'll get edited out and perhaps we'll not. That's okay. Remains to be seen. Depends on how much the listeners really want to hear about our personal lives i guess yeah so maybe send us your exercise routines because we need help (laughs) hey or links to good inside exercise no machinery the call is it called machinery (laughs) i don't know what you're talking about machinery no equipment that's the word i was looking for (laughs) No or little equipment required workouts. Workouts. We, we probably could use them. Uh, yeah. Send us your exercise uh, recommendations. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know what your exercise routine is and how you think you could adapt that to Iraq if you had to. Ooh, yeah. love to hear from you. You can find us at Servant Group International on Facebook or Instagram, and you should check out our blog and complete transcripts over at servantgroup.org. And it's really helpful for us if you share our podcast or leave a review on whatever platform you listen to this podcast on. It helps us know that people are listening, and you can let us know what you want to hear next. Thanks Thanks for for listening. Also enjoyed picking up the logs. That's true. Yeah, we had a tree. Walking up the hill. Tree fall in our backyard, which is very steep. So our landlord came and cut it up. And for exercise, we've been stacking the logs for firewood and hauling them up to the top of the hill. Well, the middle of the hill. Yeah. Which is enough. <laughs> yeah, like weight, incline. Yeah. Ugh. Distance. Good times. Got it all. Good times. Thank you.